The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the early line. This is our number two on a Thursday morning. Couple of us joined by Donnie Wrightside as we take a look at some NBA headlines that are outside of uh, well, some of it will involve the postseason, but we begin outside of the playoffs with a Ben Simmons update that he is going to undergo back surgery here. The expected timeline is three to four months. They're saying, okay, he'll be ready for camp. Man, I have to say, this continues to be an odd situation. Now, what's odd about a guy who had a back injury getting back surgery? Well, the fact that they were talking about him playing in game number four, yeah, I think that's quite odd. The fact that we were waiting on his arrival, yet there were reports out there that he had a herniated disc in his back two months ago, and at that moment I said he wasn't going to play in the playoffs because they should just shut him down and get surgery, and instead they held out hope he was going to come back, and now he's having the surgery. The Nets-Simmons relationship continues to confuse me. What's your reaction to this, DRS? That the circus is in town once again here with Ben Simmons, and it's never a dull moment here with clutch management, Ben Simmons, and the the relationship, I guess, that would be between the front office and the Nets and Ben Simmons and some of the players on that team where I guess the players just say, here's the amount of money I want. Here's when I think I'm going to play, and if I don't play, don't harass me, and I'll be back when I want to, and I want surgery now. I was deemed ready to go possibly for the playoffs, but now I'm out for three to four months. Like I don't understand what's going on in either direction here. And also, we don't even know what's going on with Ben Simmons. Is it his mindset here? Is it his mind causing stress fractures in his back and herniated disc from all the stress of trying to get back onto the basketball court? And also, let's keep in mind here, most players, once you get done an NBA season, what do you do in the offseason? Rest? relax, rebuild your game, get fresh for the start of the season. So now we're hearing, hey, Ben Simmons is probably going to be down four months. So that takes you into training camp. Here's what's going to happen, Kevin, once again, as we look forward to a 2022-2023 NBA season. When does Ben Simmons start? Where does he play? What's the first game in Philadelphia? And can he sit out the first month and a half of the season to avoid that first game in Philadelphia just so his mind is right? I, I could see it coming. Like, it, the tough thing for me, though, is where is this massive disconnect that is already seemingly existing between Ben Simmons and the Brooklyn Nets coming from? Like, are the Brooklyn Nets kind of just being led astray? Hey, listen, his back is injured. Or, ah, no, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. Hey, he needs surgery. And they're just confused the whole way? I, I struggle to, to believe that. I don't understand how we had a legitimate concrete report that he had a herniated disc in his back two months ago, and we've ended up here. Like, was was everyone holding out hope? Was Ben Simmons camp saying, please give us a chance to return? There, there's such a massive gap, right, where it feels like you need a sit-down interview with both sides, give them truth serum to really understand how we got here. But here's the underrated aspect that I really do believe in, maybe this is naive of me, that I do believe comes from this. This is now locked the Brooklyn Nets into Ben Simmons for next season. At the very minimum, the start of it. Trade deadline, clearly, you can't rule anything out. They traded James Harden. But I don't see any world where this team is trading Ben Simmons now this offseason. How could you possibly trade a guy who has still played zero basketball since last year and is going to be coming off of back surgery? You, you moved on 
from James Harden for this guy. We've had conversations about Philly needing to pay Harden because that's what they traded for, whether it looks like it's a good idea or not. Especially now at this point, radio audiences live here on a Thursday morning. Kevin Walsh, Donnie Wright, side the early line, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159. Especially at this point for the, 70, for the Brooklyn Nets, how could you try and move on from Ben Simmons? The value to me couldn't be any lower. So I don't see a world where Ben is not on this roster to start next season. No, let's take a look at two years down the road because Ben Simmons has a couple years left on his contract. Ben Simmons, how about this? The face of the Brooklyn Nets because Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant have moved on here and that he is going to lead your team. Sounds crazy, but it might actually happen here for the Brooklyn Nets. And you thought that he said, okay, James Harden doesn't want to be here. Let's get this, you know, defensive prowess who can run along with our two superstars. And it never worked out. And quite frankly, it looks like it's never going to work out where Ben Simmons is going to be that player that the Philadelphia Sixers had where didn't want the basketball late in the fourth quarter, but was a pretty good regular season player throughout the first three quarters of the game. He can play some defense. He can score. He can assist on some shots. It looked like that was going to be the perfect fit for the Brooklyn Nets. Now it looks like it's an absolute disaster with a massive paycheck around Ben Simmons' neck saying, hey, still got to pay me whether I play or not. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting one to follow. The other injury update I wanted to bring up was around Gary Payton Jr. A really unfortunate situation, a hard foul from Dylan Brooks, a really bad landing, and now an elbow injury is going to keep Gary Payton Jr. out at least a month. This is tough for me to dissect here. I mean, not from – look, you feel terrible for Gary Payton, and that's a legit loss – for Golden State, but we now know that there's going to be a decision looming over what they do with Dylan Brooks. Considering now we have an updated timetable on Gary Payton Jr., what do you think uh, they do with Dylan Brooks? I wouldn't be surprised now since we're, what, two games into the series, four games left. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a four-game suspension, Kevin, just to keep him out for the rest of this round. I think it makes sense there. But if I'm the NBA, and what I think is right, four-game suspension appeals it down probably three to two games at this point. But I would give him four. I don't know. Do you factor in that he basically already missed a game when we talk about, you know, being ejected three minutes in? Super, but also, is it dangerous to have him out there because guys are going to retaliate? Really interesting stuff. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Live on a Thursday morning, Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright side joined now by 
Rick Haro, Sports Grid, Sports Business Analyst, the Sports Professor. The word sports is littered throughout it. Rick, I want to get right into it. We were just talking about the NBA. It's been an exciting postseason for the NBA from a ratings perspective. Numbers way up. What's your read? Well, about 18, 20%. It's been an incredible series of series. And the personalities are almost as colorful as your shirt. And that's one of the reasons why the NBA mm. is exciting now. It is huge. And listen, I am glad. Uh, this is a useless commentary, but I think there are a lot of people that feel this way. Let's have a year without LeBron. And let's have a uh, almost all year except for one meaningless series without those undisciplined, playground-oriented, terrible, horrible nets. So when you take those two storylines away, look at what you have down here in Miami. You've got the Heat rolling over Philly. you got Philly coming back with Embiid. you got a great series with Milwaukee and Boston. And we're not even talking about the West. The West is huge. Uh, that uh, Memphis-Golden uh, State series hopefully will be as good as that first game, which was off the charts, and the ratings showed it. So what you lose in LeBron – you make up, and what you lose in LeBron and a tired, old, grumpy Jerry West, uh, you make up for in viewership. Actually, it's a great, there's a great segue here built in right here for us, Rick. And I want to talk about <laughs> yes. winning time, the rise of the Lakers, which I've been loving. It's an easy, you know, watch on TV. It's a yeah. lot of fun, but there's a lot of liberties that have been taken. It's quite frankly to sit back and say, hey, look, Magic Johnson looks exactly the same as you would think here. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar looks exactly the same. But the Jerry West portrayal, Everybody's, oh, man, Jerry's such a bad guy here. The one guy that's angry with the show, along with Magic Johnson, is Jerry West. Is there anything that Jerry West can do? It's just like HBO says, hey, you know, it's just the dramatization of this. We took some liberties here, but it's just a show, Jerry. Calm down. Well, that's the legal argument, and that's probably the prevailing argument. If I, if I were Jerry, I'd snap up all of the old pre-Michael Jordan NBA logos and just put my name under them in Magic Marker so everybody remembers that's really me in a good move before everything went to hell. Uh, you know, one of the problems of portraying a bitter, grumpy old guy on TV, one of the things you don't do is become a bitter, grumpy old guy complaining about what you happen to see on television. Uh, Liberties, uh, not a historical, accurate documentary. You see all of the stuff at the beginning of these shows written by lawyers saying this is a depiction this is not one of those any uh, any uh, alignment with facts is purely coincidental. It's not that. It's just the one that says we're taking some liberties here, and this is a dramatic series that generally depicts. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of people rushing to Jerry West's aid, although I will say that he's been hired as a consultant by numerous teams, as we know. Uh, the, the, 49, the 49ers, the Warriors, you know, hired him for a while when Joe Lacob took over the team. He has a, an unparalleled basketball mind the ability to break a golf club over his knee that's extraterrestrial powers oh, oh he may not have done that i don't know we'll see <laughs> it is incredible that jerry west linked to the lakers is out there always helping teams find their footing and yet yeah, the lakers are still right? busy calling phil jackson to help find their footing but we will leave that at that uh, rick yeah, i have to ask so. you uh, uh, about the nil stuff because I remember when, when this kind of first stuff breaking on, and it was like, man, this is going to be interesting. Things are developing, though, maybe in some ways that people did not see coming. And one of the more recent kind of situations involves Addison, the Pittsburgh wide receiver. If I have this right, getting basically a phone call from USC, hey, why don't you enter the transfer portal? We got $3 million waiting for you. Rick, your reaction to that? Did you see this coming? What's going to be the plan? Is this okay? Do people want it to stop? It's a lot to unpack. Saw it coming. Doesn't matter if it's okay. It is what it is. I don't know which metaphor works better. Do you like the put the genie back in the bottle? Do you like put the tube of toothpaste back in the tube? Mm. I, you know, I've heard 4,000 of those after we started them, and everybody realized, yeah, it's pre pre pretty good. So Emmert, uh, soon-to-be uh, ex-former uh, president uh, uh, Emmert, says, hey, we're going to solve all these problems. We're going to pay all these athletes. Everything's going to be fine. And we have a year and a half to figure it out. So don't worry. Wait for our rules and guidelines. June comes around, uh, uh, crickets. Uh, beginning of July, crickets. Wild, wild, wild west. Then he says, yeah, that's getting too far. we got to do something about it. Yeah, you should have done something about it two years ago. So if you take the phone call, two, three million bucks, use the transfer portal, come to our school, 
That's probably not exactly how it went down. They're a little more subtle about it today. But all of those pieces, when you combine them, the athletes aren't stupid. And let's remember, the athletes now have agents. So you, you know, they all do. And it's not just NIL, because everybody ought to have a right to go to the corporate market and figure out their value. But the NIL combined with a transfer portal, what a combination that is. And these, make no mistake, these are professional athletes, just like the eighth grader who, uh, you know, Todd Marinovich came along a little bit too early. Remember his dad put the football in his left hand when he was but a child? Well, it, it, it worked on his arm, didn't work on his head. But, uh, you know, we, we have a situation now where NIL will be happening not only in football and, and, and basketball. Look at golf kids. Look at swimming kids in certain swimming programs. You know, look at tennis. Uh, and, and you heard it here. You heard it here. Look at esports. Yeah, look, at, if we double down on the NIL, you know, originally it was supposed to be like, let the kids earn based off their name, image, and likeness, which means like, hey, the local pizza shop will give you 10 free pizzas, yeah. send out a tweet yeah. and a couple yeah. hundred bucks a month, or maybe the local car dealership with the star quarterback, here's a car and, you know, a couple thousand dollars. It's now turned into, I just want money. I don't care if you use my name, image, or likeness, somebody better pay me money to come to the school. Is there something that could put like a slow down effect on this, Rick? Or is this just like, instead of saying, hey, Dr. Pepper's going to pick you up on a national camp campaign where said school just says i have a booster willing to give you two million dollars you don't have to do anything for it just come here and play football pizza joint for bryce young chump change yeah right that, yeah that was the old days so uh now the new days is you're i'm not even touching you unless the monies are seven figures or more and so at the end of the day uh, the way you deal with it is corporations, like they do with endorsements with the big boys, with the pros, they put terms on the agreements. Is a morals clause. There's an injury clause. There's a renewal clause. And some players will be left high and dry because they feel like they're treated unfairly. That's the free market. That's where the money comes from. And so the corporations have the ability to spend, but they also have the ability to control some of the conditions on the spending because athletic departments and coaches and others have the ability to, but you know they're not going to if their rival school is right around the corner. And the one thing is, though, I, I think to, you know, Donnie, like, ah, oh, you know, local pizza shops. I mean, look, I'd love a local pizza shop deal, Rick. You want to uh, start calling some places. Yeah. Uh, I think we you can't, listen, you can't, I, no. I think I'd be a good brand can't. ambassador. It'd be easy to sell them that I've been trying the product and I've been loving the product. Good I will tell you what, they will, yeah. they will, they will pay you. Just keep wearing that shirt. Now, listen, I'll, I'll wear a pizza pizza shirt. Listen, I'll, we'll, we'll, don't worry about that. <laughs> a little pepperoni <laughs> on that shirt. Yeah. Here's the, now. Now here's the thing, though, is the uh, the notion is going to be small level. It's it's we're not in the 1980s. These guys are stars. They really are. Yeah. And yes, I know right. they're elevated by the programs. But Trevor Lawrence won a national championship in his freshman year. Imagine if he was in college. Zion was the biggest star in college basketball, bar none, when he was at Duke. Imagine if he was still in college. And I think also part of it, can you tell me I'm wrong here? I know we only have a little bit of time left. But I think the part of the reason this has escalated is we can all admit this was always going on. But now that it's open, people are like, boom, 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 guns are blazing. Who cares? They can't stop us. Well, but it's a combination of things, too. What are the rules going to be at the conference level? What are the rules at the individual school level? If I'm an athletic director, I will try to figure out how to get the money that the big guys generate and say, thank you. We're putting it in a big pot. We're going to distribute it not only to football, baseball, men's, women's sports, as well as all of these other sports as well, and put some kind of a equitable distribution on this. We don't know how that happens because there is no governing regulation that's going to deal with it. It's such a big issue that mm. you guys are coming back at the end of this to talk about it more. I'm out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Back here on the early line. Thanks to Rick Caro for joining the show. I also, uh, before we move on, should give a thank you to Nick. One of our interns here has done a bang-up job on the early line. Not easy to wake up and deal with Donnie. Trust me, I know. He's also dealing with guys uh. like Rick Caro, so it's a handful. Donnie, you want to offer up some some nice words yeah. to Nick? I know I know you guys are were quite close. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he could talk in the background so I know which guy is Nick and then, you know, I can hear that voice in my ear from now on because, quite frankly, it's hard enough just remembering yeah. Kevin's name than everybody else. But I love everybody at the grid. Even though I take a lot of shots, I take a lot of shots in sure. love. It's just the way I am. It's just the way it, it is. It really – I have a feeling, like, Don's one of those, like, if he doesn't say mean things, he probably doesn't like yeah. you. Now, where's my intern? Do I – why come I don't have a – by the way, hold on real quick. Where's my personal intern here at the grid? Like, you want me to, you know – Give for what? To, to some of these guys. Circle your team Let's go. totals. Remember circle your my plays. Team totals. Remember my plays. Email me or maybe put a, where you know, we give, are. Me a, give me a fake watch that shocks me when I wake up. Maybe one of those things they could give me. I don't know. Let me tell you something, folks. Yesterday on Ray, listen, everybody here on the TV side does a bang-up job. Also, n- not as many knuckleheads. On the radio side, uh, we got a producer who wakes himself up basically with a shock collar to do jumping jacks. With a taser. It, and let me tell you, that was an on-air conversation. <laughs> He's got the dog running in and tasering it, man, before breakfast. I, I mean, it doesn't man. shock and eggs. It, it doesn't make any sense out there. But so again, Nick, we appreciate the hard work. Uh, many, many thanks. Let's hit some Major League Baseball, shall we? Red Sox Angels. I have to say, almost brought a tear to my eye watching this game yesterday. I mean, mm. it, it's what it's all about, extra innings. One of those spots where you're like, man, do we think we're gonna do we think we're gonna get there? Do we think we're gonna get there? I mean, the Angels poured on. This game ends 10-5. I mean, it was a flat total of eight, so at four four, yeah. you were already getting there, but just tremendous, tremendous scenes here. They run it back with a total of eight today. It's gonna be Rich Hill versus Shohei Otani is what I'm believing here. And I know there were some questions about his health status and when he would get the ball next. What do you think about the Angels, Donnie? Check it in around a minus 145 range, give or take, uh, coming up against Boston on the road. It seems like a cheap price, doesn't it? Even though it's a road team here and you're playing in Boston. But if I'm going to get Shohei Otani versus Rich Hill, it seems like a massive mismatch here where if you are the right-handed batters for the Los Angeles Angels, you should be able to tee off a little bit here. Talking about Ward, Trout, Otani, Rendon, Mayfield, Stasi, you know, Fletcher. You might get as many as eight right-handed batters, if not nine right-handed batters in the lineup. And I know it's still earlier in the season, and the Angels, we'll see what we get by the end of the year. But this early in the season in Fenway, 65 degrees, the wind's still blowing in. We're getting, people, we're getting close out here. Once these weather conditions turn into the low 70s, mid-70s, the baseball is not going to be as dead as it feels right now. But in this game, it's juicy, but I still like Otani in this game. I really do. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I'm curious to see what the uh, length he's allowed to go, though, right, because of the injury status. That's why I would be a little bit cautious. His strikeout prop is a 6.5 straight, minus 110 range both ways. I want to see how that plays. Early start on the East Coast, 130 range here. Now, the next game uh, that we're going to bring up is Brewers-Reds. We didn't get a chance to do Major League Baseball recap. It's been a packed Thursday. Let me bring up yesterday's game. Yesterday, Don and I give a kind of breakdown of where the Reds sat. At the time, 3-20, and 20, by far the worst pitching staff, and, and, you know, right there as far as one of the worst offenses goes. They are 3-21. and 21. They gave up 18 runs to the Milwaukee Brewers yesterday. Vladimir Gutierrez rocked up a solid four and a third innings of work, seven earned runs. 
I think it might have dropped his ERA. The guy is so terrible here. Like, Cincinnati is an abomination to Major League Baseball right now here. Like, it's one thing. They're 3-21. and It's just incredible to watch here. I... Again, the question now for Reds games, it's very Baltimore Orioles. We're not, oh, you think Baltimore's live? No, it has nothing to do with that. It's, what, is it a Milwaukee team total today? Because Cincinnati is out here just running out, it feels like, trash can after trash can. Yeah, Hunter Green, young pitcher here, still hasn't found his footing here for the Cincinnati Reds. But also, when you try to take a look at these bad pitchers, like yesterday, enjoy these pitchers while you got them. And if you're just riding the over train, it's going to come to an end soon, not because the pitcher's going to get better, because the pitcher's going to be banished into AAA, AA, or designated (laughs) for assignment. So sometimes you just get some of these where you don't even wear, like right, like yesterday, Milwaukee struggles to just string together like two singles in an inning, and they're popping 18 runs on the board. Hunter Green today, 5.53 XFIP number here, doesn't strike out a ton of guys, walks a little bit too many, but equal opportunity guy. And there's the guys that we like. We circle the wagons for these type of guys. Left-handed batters, a 366 weighted on base percentage. Righties, a 353. ISO power numbers to lefties, 219. To righties, a 244. But this also is one of those games where you have to take a little bit of a leap of faith because even though you got 18 runs yesterday out of the Milwaukee Brewers, they don't really set up all that well against lefties or righties, quite frankly. Willie uh, Adamas, 279 ISO power number. Rowdy Telez, a 273. Outside of that, every single person in this anticipated lineup tonight, today, Kevin, is below the you know below 175, which is terrible. But mm-hmm. you see that when you have a bad pitcher on the mound, you should be able to take advantage of it. Now the price is ridiculous for the game, but maybe you're right. A team total in effect here for the Milwaukee Brewers might make some sense here because Green is really bad. And I'll use this uh, as a little promo for today's money line, 1 p.m. Eastern start time on Sports Grid Radio. Donnie and I, we go through all the top headlines, but we we love the ability to pair it with live games. Obviously, Major League Baseball really is kind of what's providing that for us. Yesterday, the Royals go out there and Boobich <laughs> goes up five runs in a third of an inning, right? First of all, Donnie goes, yeah, let's just hope we see him again, right? Because he's so – it's like we don't know if we're going to see that yeah. guy again. But there was a live team total in action over an eight, and it got there. And then I'm scoring 10 runs. Cashed it late, but which was nice to see. But those are the opportunities that you can provide yourself. Even if a guy's rocked early, it still means a team can get rocked late. We saw that play out yesterday. To continue to move on, how about this total? What a breath of fresh air, man. An 11. Mm, an 11. Now, it's cores. I get it. But I don't care. When was the last time we saw a double-digit total? I don't remember. I, it, I mean, it had to be some other game at Coors. The question, though, do you like over 11 runs in Rockies Nationals? We'll see what happens. But actually, we have 66, 67 degrees out there. So starting to flip and get to some of those more hitting weather type of numbers. But Sensatella, he's been bad this year and particularly bad against right-handed batters. Now, when you try to line it up, if you are Sensatella, who's a right-handed pitcher, normally a team is going to load up on lefties. The anticipated starting lineup today here for the Nationals is going to have Hernandez, lefty, Soto, lefty, Bell, lefty, Hernandez, lefty, Ruiz, lefty. So you're going to have estimated five left-handed bats in the lineup four from the right-hand side. Here's the issue that comes into play. Sensatella's got a high XFIP number, 5.18. And the reason being, Kevin, only striking out 7% of his batters. That's bad news in Colorado. Because if you're not striking guys out and either you're walking them, if the ball is in play, that's a bad scenario typically in Colorado. So for lefties, 42 lefties he's faced, Kevin, a zero ISO power number. So if you're lining up from the left-hand side, you're not doing much damage against him. Sure, you might get some walks get some base hits, get some singles, but you're not doing any power damage. How about from the right-hand side for Sensatella this year? He faced 45 batters, a 456 weighted on base percentage, coupled with a 244 ISO power number. You should get runs out of Washington today, but this is one of those games where you see the projected lineup. I would actually like to see more right-handed batters than left-handed batters, so we'll see what sort of lineup comes out here for the Washington Nationals. Yeah, it'll be a fun one to break down then. I I Look, just... It's nice to see an 11. That's all I'm saying. I don't care if the game ends 2-1. Mm-hmm. It's just nice to see it and know that that is possible. Know that we could get something that looks like that. We have enough time, I think, for at least one more Major League Baseball game mm-hmm. here. It's the Toronto Blue Jays going to Cleveland. The Guardians have slowed down in a major way. Man, it does not feel like that long ago they were the best offense in Major League Baseball. Yeah. 
Now, I'm not saying that yep. we thought they were going to continue to be the best offense in Major League Baseball, continue to win games at a super high clip, but it just the momentum is, is pushed down here a bit around the Guardians. In come the Toronto Blue Jays. What are the expectations here? Barrios gets the ball for Toronto. Yeah, two pitchers that have really struggled here in the early going of 2022, but also as we take a look at, yeah, let's get those temperatures higher, Kevin. 55 degrees of first pitch with a wind blowing in, so not optimum scoring conditions. But if you're taking a look at Toronto, where eventually you expect this team to get off the schneid, you expect these nine hitters to start pulling their own weight as if they are supposed to be superstars, and they are. If you take a look at Savali, 6.78 XFIP number on the season. Lefty and righty batters, take a look at this, Kevin. You get a lot of really good right-handed batters in this lineup power-wise, right? Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, right off the bat. If you look at Savali on the season, 41 batters he's faced, Kevin, from the right-hand side, four. 77 weighted on base percentage iso power number of 265 if we flip it over there and take a look at barrios he gets absolutely shelled by left-handed batters and you got left-handed batters in the lineup today an overwhelming amount here for the anticipated overwhelming amount for the guardians we should get runs today but i just again if we could just teleport here kevin and go from this day in may may 5th to june 5th and the temperatures were Mm -hmm. 76 degrees with a light wind blowing out all day long we would be jumping on the overs but again You have to temper those expectations here because there are cooler conditions with the wind blowing in. Even saying that, I still think this game has a legitimate chance to get over the total. I mean, look, Savali's rocking up with an ERA right now at a 10. At a 10. And, like, Uh by the way, it's not, oh, yeah, but probably one, like, you get four runs, four runs, six runs, six runs Uh in his starts. He's not gone more than four innings. That's the Spencer Howard special. What is Spencer Howard up to? (laughs) These days, oh, bring does him anybody back. know? Yeah, come on. I mean, is where is he these days? Hold on, I got enough time here before the break. I need to look up Spencer Howard's Long Island here. Ducks, um, whatever they're called. Oh, do they even? Play? They don't even have his like like information. Like it doesn't even pop up here online. Like they try and send me Not the Dwight Howard here first. It's yeah, terrible. This go. is outrageous. Same By picture. the way, there's Same hockey guy. preview coming up next, and I know you might be thinking, Kevin and Donnie gonna break it down? Yeah, you better believe it. George will help though. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. No NBA tonight. There's four games in the NHL. So the NHL playoffs are actually going to get some attention for the first time. I don't mean to slander right off of the bat, but, I mean, let's be honest here. And to help us break it down, despite the fact that Donnie and I are the two brightest hockey minds in the business, in the entire business, George Kurtz jumps in to help us out as well. George, how are we doing this morning? Doing great, guys. Hockey playoffs. Come on. There is nothing like the NHL playoffs. Triple overtime. Game one, Pittsburgh, New York Rangers. What will game two bring us tonight? Yeah, I mean, I got to say, though, I mean, triple overtime's a lot, isn't it? I mean, you don't want to go to a shootout there. I mean, those guys look tired. 
I'm just like how we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I want to ask you actually about one about one game last night because uh, I genuinely was involved on the NHL board, and it was it's it feels like the easiest bet of all time to sell a casual hockey fan. All right, so Kev gets knocked out here early on. You still hear me, George? You still with me? I got okay, you. Good after. I we'll got some you, fun here. Yeah, there we go. All right, so I think Kevin was setting up a game yesterday, but I'm going to take that off of the docket right now, George, because I want to ask you a question. You know, I'm a Philadelphia Flyers fan. I love playoff hockey. We don't get much of a round here anymore, but the single most exciting part of the NHL playoffs to me is when a game goes to overtime, and particularly a second overtime and a third overtime, because you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. You're on the edge of your seat, but my question to you is the New York Rangers lost that game. Talk about possibility of coming back in game two. We know it's a must-win scenario, but it has to be a huge letdown to go all that way and come up with a loss and knowing that you're coming back the very next day or the day after that to try to get a game. Talk about that series with Pittsburgh and the New York Rangers and how that can you know change here in game two. Oh, Donnie, you're absolutely right. That's it's a it's a heart-wrenching loss. Whichever team lost that game, it was going to be heart-wrenching. And as Kevin was sort of saying, it went three overtimes, everybody's tired. Absolutely. You played pretty much an extra game, right? And I think this benefits the New York Rangers. Let me tell you why. They're a younger team, right? We know Crosby, Latang, Malkin, all Hall of Famers, but they're all up there in their mid-30s. All right, the longer this series goes, the more tired they're going to get. The longer the playoffs go, the probably disadvantage it is to them because they're playing more and more games. They're playing every other day. They're getting hit over and over and over. So I think that plays into the Rangers' hands. I know Rangers, the Rangers and their fans, by the way, you need to get over the no-go call. I think it was probably the right call. I don't think I would have overturned it, though. I think it's one of the calls that whatever the refs made on the ice probably stands, in my opinion. But I think they did get it right as far as the no goal, but you got to get over that. Yes, that likely would have been the game winner. And they scored about three minutes left. Got to get over that, right? That doesn't matter anymore. You lost in triple overtime. That doesn't matter anymore. Most important thing is you have the better goaltender, right? So Sturkin might be the best goaltender in the NHL. It made, what, 183 saves on uh, on Tuesday? You know, and Pittsburgh, what are they down to? Goalie number three now? I know Louis Domingue did a great job here, but Tristan Jarry's out with the broken foot. All right, now Casey DeSmith, lower body injury, which in the NHL can be an amputation. They never tell us. So he's out, <laughs> and now you're down to Louis Domingue. And Louis Domingue's an NHL goaltender. They've been around for quite a few years, but he's nowhere near Sesterkin. You need to take advantage of this. You need to win tonight. What do we say in every series, Donnie, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball? The series doesn't start till the home team loses the first game. Well, the Rangers lost the first game at home. Can't lose both at home. Can't lose both at home and expect to win this series. Must win uh, game for the Rangers tonight. I think they take care of business. Yeah, it is a must win for the game tonight because obviously you don't want to go in the other team's building there down 0-2 and try to come back and have, you know, win four out of your next five games. Hard to do there. The Rangers do have the better goal here, but I'm surprised by this. If we take a look at the other games tonight, minus 260s, minus 410s, minus 235. We take a look at the FanDuel Sportsbook tonight, George. We had an opening line of minus 128 on the Rangers. It's now moved to a minus 160. Do you feel that that price is adequate here, a little bit cheaper? What's your thought process on just looking at that line of minus 160 and your first thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was on the Rangers game one. The Rangers beat the Penguins three out of four times in the regular season. And when I say that, those three games that they won, they weren't played in November and October. They were played within the last month. And the Rangers won, I don't want to say easily. I think that's being a little rude, but they won convincingly. All right, it wasn't all that close day with Pittsburgh. They were the better team for various reasons here. 160, Donnie, is about my max that I'll bet on a game without wanting a parlay. You know, so it's about gotcha. my max. I am thinking about the minus 1.5 on the goal line. I'm getting a nice plus 172, but this does smell like a close game, a 3-2 game uh, somewhere around there. So I'm, I don't love that. I might need that empty net goal, which, to be honest, I think we all think this, uh, about this, about the empty net goal. It's never our friend, even though I don't know. For all I know, I've uh, gotten more empty nets than I've, uh, mm. uh, that I haven't gotten to help me win here. But it feels like it has been my friend this year. So I don't love this at all here. But I, I just don't see the Rangers losing both. I just don't see this. I think they do win tonight. So I am very likely to play the minus 160. 
Now, there you go. A couple now, of hockey now, guys now, talking now, hockey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. No, no. A couple of hockey guys, George and Donnie, talking hockey. Who's this guy coming back in here? I mean, my goodness. You got to be kidding me. I mean, listen, the premier hockey capper in all of the sports grid landscape, and Donnie cuts my camera right as we're about to get rip roared and rocking here. I mean, that is just some unbelievable. I'm about to hijack this whole thing and start talking Yankees. I was baseball. like, thank goodness he's out of here. So at least two guys can talk hockey here without this guy right. who knows nothing about hockey. Oh, so my goodness. Yeah. Welcome back I, in. Trust me, the best is I go and pull up the stream, and Donnie immediately brings it back to the Flyers. Nobody cares, man. They stink out loud. Yeah, they do. Hit yeah, the, the brakes, man. Gritty. Hit, gritty, hit the brakes. Yeah, Donnie, why don't you do the gritty out of here while George and I give the people some coherent breakdowns, man. Hit the bricks. Anyway, I'm on fire. Uh, George, now, I don't know. I'm assuming you guys only got to the Rangers-Penguins game, but I want to make sure we get to Colorado and Nashville. The other day, I have up the Rangers and the Penguins game in overtime, right? And in the little box, right, uh, March Madness style, it just shows the Colorado score. I see 5 nothing. Like, man, wow, big game for the Avs. And then I was rubbing my eyes like a silly movie going, is that the first period? I mean, it was embarrassing. I mean, they absolutely thrashed this team. And now they're a minus 400. It does not feel normal that we're laying a two-and-a-half goal price in a postseason game. What do you think tonight going into Colorado and Nashville? Well, you're right. I don't know if I've ever seen this. Uh, it's, a, it's a game two of a playoff series. I understand Nashville has problems in goal. All right, Soros got hurt late in the regular season, high ankle sprain, and we know high ankle sprain generally means four to six weeks. I think they'll try and push him back at some point this series when they're down 3-0. Uh, so I think they'll try that. But they've had a really good regular season. The Predators for years, guys, we were always on them. They don't score goals. They have no offense. They're a defensive team and goaltending. They're scoring goals this year, right? DeShane finally realized, hey, I was a first top first-round pick, man, good player. I had a magnificent season. Right, they got secondary scoring. Forsberg, who they didn't resign, might leave the team. He had a big season here. They can score goals, but they ran into a buzzsaw. And make no mistake about it, the Colorado Avalanche are that buzzsaw. The regular season meant nothing to the Avalanche. This first round means nothing to the Avalanche. They are cup or bust. All right, they've been that disappointing team, sort of like the Islanders in the seventies before they finally won their cups, where we were expecting more out of them. Well, that's what we expect out of the Avalanche that they should go through the Predators, and they really should. They're the better team. They're the best team in the NHL, really top to bottom here. So I, I can't say I'm shocked that the first game was a blowout. I think the Predators were caught a little off guard. I don't think it'll be that way tonight. But here's my problem: the goaltending's not getting any better. All right, Soros not coming back tonight. Riddich is he's your backup. He's your backup. You get five goals on 13 shots. I think he gets another shot tonight. But, guys, I just don't think it matters. Kale McCarr, the a top defenseman, offensive defenseman in the NHL, he seems to spend more time behind the opponent's net than his own net. That's how good this kid is. That's how good their offense is. All right, I, I like Colorado. I'm not betting this, of course. I'm not laying 400. I'm just not doing it. And minus two and a half, that's too much for me as well. This is a parlay opportunity, maybe a three-way parlay involving some baseball games here. I can see myself getting involved that way. But I think the Avalanche take care of business again. Even with the plus money on Nashville, I can't do it. George, we usually think about the playoffs, right, you know, on all sports. And it's a little bit closer to the vest here. Every possession matters. Now, obviously, hockey is different than football or basketball. But we're taking a look here at a total in this game listed at six and a half. Is that just because of the offensive prowess for Colorado where you can say to yourself, they can get me five or six by themselves and hopefully Nashville chips in here? How do you look at a game like this after, you know, annihilation basically in game one? You look forward to game two, more goals scored or maybe a different, you know, some changes on the ice for game plan, particularly from a Nashville side. Oh, no, I, you have to think. Come on, we all know this. Uh, the coach of Nashville skates by your head right now, but you know he came down hard. That was fight. As Kevin just said, first period, 5 nothing. What's going on here? You know the coach flipped out. They won't give up five goals tonight. Not in the first period. Maybe in the game. I can still see it in the game, but not in the first period. They will play better. That being said, mm -hmm. even if you play better against Colorado, th four goals, that's not much to ask for to stop them. There's an offensive team. Landeskog is back. McKinnon, one of the best players in the NHL. Rantanen, one of the best players. Connery's had a magnificent season. I can go on and on. Burakovsky, Nichushkin. This team is made to score goals. McCarr, Tage, Gerard on defense. These are all goal scorers here. Four goals is like, oh, you had a good day. You just held them to four. 
But I, I think I think they get the five. I don't trust Riddich. I love Roman Yossi. I think he's your Norris Trophy winner, but he's not enough on defense to stop this team. So I like the over tonight. If I'm looking for one play tonight and not a prop mm-hmm. as far as the over or the game itself, it's the over tonight. Yeah, I mean, look, and I, and I know, you know, skip your name, John Hines. And look, he's a young guy, youngest head coach ever when he joined the Devils. But this guy's been around enough there. So you would think he can kind of get something out of this team here. It's tough being on the road, though, obviously. Colorado, the favorites to win the entire thing. They, they just look like an absolute horse right now. Uh, Calgary and Dallas, you know, a completely different scenario when we look at what we saw in game number one there. A one nothing final that goes Calgary's way. We have a five and a half number here, but it's a huge minus 235 price on Calgary. Are you interested in betting this one, George? This game, uh, you know, the first game, one nothing went really how I thought it would go. Uh, Daryl Soto, the head coach of Calgary, he likes to play this old-time hockey suffocating defense. Dallas Stars had 16 shots on goal. Guys, uh, if you go by advanced stats, there were nine scoring chances combined in this game. Nine combined. Colorado probably had nine in the first five minutes of the game versus Nashville. And I'm not probably joking all that far off here. Uh, that's just how different style of play here. So I think the under is certainly in play again. I think it's going to be another low-scoring game here. Both teams uh, both teams were not, I would say, all that disciplined. There were some fights here. Klingberg and uh, Rasmus Anderson, names you may not know, but they're pretty much top defensemen for their teams. They got into a secondary fight in game one. And in the NHL, when you get into a second fight, when there's a first fight going on, you're gone. They kick these guys out. That can't happen. Neither team can afford to lose these guys, especially Dallas with Klingberg, who's really a, a big part of their offensive defenseman as well here. So I think they'll play a little bit more under control here, but this is going to be a heavy, hard-hitting series. These two teams do not like each other. So I think this is a series that could go a little longer than we think here, but Calgary is the better team. They just are the better team. Dallas is inconsistent. Either they play well and they score some goals, or they just don't do much of anything, and we don't hear from them for a couple of games here. And I think right now we're in that – sort of stretch here where they're not doing much. They didn't do much at the end of the regular season. They're in it now. Calgary, while I wouldn't call them a buzzsaw, they're on that collision course to face Colorado in the Western Conference Finals, which is what we all want to see because that would be a great finals here. Give me Calgary and a low-scoring game. I like Calgary in the under. And I'll just quickly add before we hit the break here, an odds boost, George. Rangers, Panthers, and Avs. Mm. Uh, Moneyline parlay up to plus 250. That's not bad. A lot of big favorites in that, George, plus 250. Maybe something for us to get down on there. And I'm sure George will have you covered throughout the day on the ice. Sports Grid will have you covered all day throughout the George. Uh, George, quickly, Yankees, best team in baseball. You love it or you what? Come on. Mm. Love it. Love the way they're playing. Hit those home runs. There we go. There we go. Now, Donnie, you can listen up here. Do that nonsense. Welcome to carrying the whole thing, man. What would you do without me? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's... 
who we are. All right, last segment of the day here on a Thursday, right here for the early line, Sirius XM Channel 159, right here on the Sports Grid Network. Myself and Kevin Walsh, as always, powering through 7 to 9 a.m. to make sure we set the table before we hand it over to Ben Stevens and the morning after. Had an action-packed show. You know, Rick joined the show. George turned the show. Now, we got to talk some NBA action. We got to talk some number one seeds. Man, come on, listen up. NBA turning up the gas here in the playoffs only to knock the pilot out tonight because there is no NBA action. We just talked four hockey games getting it started tonight. Should be an action-packed night all over Sports Grid, but I have to talk about the NBA here still. The number one seeds, you're supposed to dominate. That's what you do. That's why you're the number one seed. You have home court advantage. Handle your business. And if we take a look here at the Miami Heat, powering through and easily dispatching of the Atlanta Hawks, now facing the Philadelphia 76ers. There is no Joel Embiid, but it doesn't matter. Good teams don't use that as an excuse. Like, hey, play down to the competition, and boy, we didn't expect them to play well. We just took this game for granted. No, the Miami Heat are up 2-0 with a dominating performance in Game 1 and Game 2. And now if we look at the odds in the Eastern Conference here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, the Miami Heat, the number one overall seed, at a plus-130 price to win the East. The Boston Celtics at a plus-190. Flip it over to the Western Conference. Conference here, the best team in the NBA all season long. Who? Yeah, you guessed it. The Phoenix Suns handling their business against the Dallas Mavericks, easily dispatching them in game one and then last night, putting them away for game two before they head back to Dallas. If we look at the Western Conference odds here, a minus 125 price here for the Phoenix Suns to win the Western Conference. Number one seeds. Don't make it easy. Don't give the other team life. Make sure you handle your business, particularly on your home court, because quite frankly, if you win all of your home games, you can't lose a series because you have four at home and three on the road. I can't wait to see what happens next year to see how some of these teams, like the Philadelphia 76ers and also the Dallas Mavericks, respond getting back after these number one seeds. But you're number one for a reason. You're supposed to win, and they're, in fact, doing that here. Stay tuned for Ben Stevens in the morning after coming up right here on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it, between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are.